Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Howdy, Max. Good, eh? How's it going? Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recovered from uh, the, the long weekend last week. Yeah. Yeah. All set for the upcoming school holidays. You've got uh, one week left. Yeah. That's gone pretty dang quick. <laughs> yeah, it has. Got any major plans or? Um, don't think so yet. Yeah. See, yeah. see how it all goes. Still got time to plan. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, today we have a massive show to get through. We are literally going bananas here in the studio. Uh, but before we do that, we've got to find out what's new on the shelf. What's new, Michigan? It is time on Afternoon Delight to check out what is new on the shelf and uh, what have you got in your hand there, Max? Their limited edition Pascal Snifters lumps. Mmm. So these have been out in New Zealand for quite a while. Yeah. So originally Snifters are a New Zealand product, as are a lot of the Pascal things, but they're not quite the same. So Snifters... Uh, like little mint balls. Yeah. And they've been discontinued for a number of years. So they're kind of like a little chocolate egg with a mint center, a peppermint nougat, and then a minty outside. Oh, yeah. So the producers of Snifters put out a, a media release at one stage. Unfortunately, Snifters were discontinued several years ago due to poor sales. And while Pascal have periodically looked into bringing Snifters back, unfortunately, it's just not possible to recreate with current machinery. So there are no plans to make a Snifters-flavoured Cabri-Brock. Blah, 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 blah. So, in 2020, they released a Lumps version. So they're inspired by... They're not the actual Snifter centres or anything like that. And people have not been impressed with the fact that you bring back a Snifters-inspired thing without actually having the Snifters back on the shelf. Yeah. So, um... We're going to see, because I've never had a snifter, I don't know about you. No, I don't think so. No. Um, but uh, they've finally made it to Australian shores after two or three years. And uh, so we've got a limited edition run through Pascal. Um, and the bag is kind of a, would you say, a mint colour? Yeah. yeah mint, mint green. Mint green, yeah. And they're in the same vein as the uh, pineapple lumps. Or the, I did see they've got hokey pokey lumps out at the moment as well. Oh, yeah. uh, peppermint flavored center covered with dark chocolate, so it's like a little chocolate. rectangle. Yeah, rectangular prism sort of thing. Yeah. 
very firm to the touch. Uh, and from the bend, it's that Nougari-ish center. Yeah. What's the sniff test doing for you? Minty. Very minty? Okay. Oh, and chewy. Holy heck. Mm-hmm. They're in keeping with the uh, pineapple lumps for the chew factor. Yeah. So what mint is that? Spearmint? It says peppermint, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> but it's not the strongest peppermint I've ever had. No. So very chewy centre. It's a, a light coating of dark chocolate on the outside. Mm-hmm. Kind of that waxy chocolate feel to it. Yeah. Breaks apart in your fingers if you uh, <laughs> press down too hard. What's the flavour doing for you? It's not as strong as toothpaste. Mm. But it's got that flavour. Yeah, that's why I went for spearmint as opposed to peppermint. It's deceptive. I was expecting a really minty hit. Mm-hmm. Considering how much mint there must have been in a snifter. So they've really just made a chocolate-covered minty. Yeah. That's that's kind of... But it's not as strong as a minty. Yeah. I can't think of a pale in comparison mint. Maybe White Knight. Do you remember those? Although mm. they were pretty strong mint flavors. So that was a mint-covered chocolate nougat sort of bite as well. But, uh, uh, yeah, sadly not floating the boat. Yeah, they're all right. But there's other better mint things <laughs> out on the market. Yeah. I, I wonder if people have kind of built up snifters in their mind as being the greatest of the great, and that's why. Uh, but the quality should still be there. Because I do like the pineapple lumps. Yeah. I haven't tried the hokey pokey ones. But thumbs up, thumbs down, what are you calling it? One thumb up. One? Okay, one out yeah. of two. Righto. Well, uh, we will take a quick break and then we are literally going to talk all things bananas um, right after this. It is time to talk bananas on Afternoon Delight. Max, what do you know about bananas? Uh, just fruit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> bananas are one of those plants that, yes, they are a fruit. Botanically, they are a berry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit more about how and why. But um, they have many different ways that they can be cooked and eaten, or uh, you can eat the fruit plain cook a banana you can cook a banana have you not <gasps> max is looking at me really strangely like how why would you cook a banana yeah <laughs> banana breads and Aye. desserts that have uh, cooked banana in them yeah. one of the tastiest things i had when i was in thailand was a banana pancake Aye. so so good uh so the fruit is the bit that we eat and it comes off a large herbaceous flowering plant so all above ground parts of a banana plant grow from a tree bit called a corm, C-O-R-M. <laughs> They're normally quite tall, fairly sturdy. And as I say, they look a bit like a tree, but what appears to be the trunk is actually a false stem. Now, bananas grow in a wide variety of soils, or the plants themselves are one of the fastest growing of all plants when it comes to cultivating them. So that's why a few... Well, nearly 10 years ago now, there was a massive hurricane that went through the banana growing 
plantations of yeah. Queensland. We had banana shortages, banana <laughs> prices went through the roof. And yet the cycle of growing them was so quick that within a few months, everything was kind of back to normal. Mm. Mm. Whereas if you had that sort of thing with, you know, apples or uh, <laughs> pears or any sort of stone fruits, you would have Takes years a whole worth. couple of yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. The fruit itself is quite variable in size, colour and firmness, but the ones that we're most used to are the long, curved, yellow ones. But did you know bananas can come in green, red, purple or brown? I knew purple. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a, a bunch of bananas growing? Do you know what they're yeah. referred to? No. A hand of bananas. Oh, okay. And therefore, each individual one is a finger. <laughs> There's several different species. The Musa species is likely to be the first to have uh, domesticated in New Guinea. They're grown in 135 different countries for their fruit, but also parts of the plant get used. So the banana fibres, uh, they make banana wine, banana beer, and you can have ornamental banana plants as well. The world's largest producers of banana is India and China. And then you've got a kind of a, an offshoot of bananas, which are plantains. So they are a, a type of banana that is used more for, like, dessert cooking. Yeah. So the leaves of a banana plant are composed of a stalk and a blade, and they can be used as well in cooking. So some people use it for wrapping foods and uh, cooking. And when a banana plant is mature, the corm part stops producing new leaves and just begins to form flower spikes. And then a stem grows up, carrying the banana through to its flowering state. And that's how you end up with banana hearts and hanging clusters. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. The banana itself, as we said, is uh, a leathery berry. There's a protective outer layer, which is the peel or the skin, yeah. and then the thin strings that run through the banana, and then the edible inner portion, which is the bit that we eat. Yeah. So it's a bit like peeling your grapes <laughs> or uh, peeling strawberries to get to the center part. Yeah. That is what we do when we eat a banana. We don't eat the skin of a banana, but um, technically you could. I don't. It's very starchy. Not a nice yeah. taste at all. <laughs> Now, speaking of taste, that's kind of what we're going to be focusing on today on the show, because when you have banana flavored things, we've said it on the show before, it does not taste like banana. Yeah. That is because it doesn't taste like the bananas we are used to eating. So the bananas we most commonly get are what are called Cavendish bananas. The banana flavoring is actually based on real banana. But it's a banana that's almost been bred out of existence. So the oh. Gros Michel, or the Big Mike banana, was the standard of bananas up until the 1950s. And then a fungus wiped out the plantation. Wow. So that's why we have banana-flavoured things that don't taste quite like the bananas we're used to. But if you were living in the 50s, it would have tasted exactly like a banana. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a fun fact, but a sad one, that uh, we've got a completely odd species that um, no longer exists. <laughs> but that is why it, it's almost a uniform taste in banana-flavoured things, 
but not the actual banana flavouring that we're used to. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, after the Gros Michel got wiped out, there was this bloke that uh, had been breeding his own bananas, <laughs> and his last name was Cavendish. <laughs> so um, he's like, hey, I've, I've, I've got these other bananas. Are they okay? So Gros Michel isn't extinct, but there, there's very few of them out there. And Cavendish bananas were able to sweep in, take over the market, and they are now probably the most popular and widespread breed of bananas out there. Yep. Uh, bananas are well known for being really good for you. They're 75% water, a high potassium content, not any higher than other foods that typically have potassium in them. But um, there's plenty of studies to say that the potassium can help manage blood pressure. So a banana provides about 9% of your daily potassium needs. There's a study from 2007 that suggests bananas may help prevent wheezing in children who have asthma. There's also suggestions through lab investigations that the lectin, a protein in bananas, can help prevent leukemia cells from growing. It's also very good for your heart health because of the fibre, potassium, folate and antioxidants. And the American Diabetes Association recommends bananas for those who have diabetes as it contains uh, fibre that can help lower blood sugar levels. So all around, banana pretty dang good for you (laughs) yeah and uh we could go into much more detail about bananas but i think we'll leave it there for now because we have so many different products sitting on the table in front of us if you've got some fun facts when it comes to bananas let us know 0439 329 713 i know that uh locally if there's any excess waste bananas they get used to feed livestock oh hmm not necessarily how you get <laughs> banana-flavoured milk, but uh, yeah. pretty darn close. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back to go head-to-head with a number of different products. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It's time on Afternoon Delight to go head-to-head with some banana flavourings and try and compare them, as I said, to a Cavendish banana (laughs) for comparison. But uh, we know that it's not going to naturally represent the flavour that we know as banana because we've already busted that myth. (laughs) So I've been wanting to do this show for quite a while and I've had all sorts of things planned in my head (laughs) of how we're going to do it. Sadly, I have not been able to track down the Perky Nana, which is another New Zealand product. Now, occasionally, they have them at the local supermarkets and, you know, little corner shops and stuff like that. Do you think that I've been able to track it down? No, out of stock. (laughs) Then there is a short-lived promotion at the moment. Big M have got a banana split flavoured milk at, at the moment. I've had a couple of those. Do you think that I was able to get any of those locally before today's recording? They were out at every shop that I went to, despite the fact that I've been able to get them for a couple of weeks now. (laughs) So I've just not had any luck. So instead, in the studio, we have got an actual Cavendish banana. Yeah. 
We've got some snakes from the Natural Confectionery Company. Yeah. Because they are natural flavours, one would think that when they say that this should be a delicious, smooth banana, will be a banana flavour. Yeah. Mmm. They also have in the bag juicy orange, wild black currant, ripe raspberry and crisp apple. But banana is what we are focusing on today. Yeah. We have banana flavoured oak milk. O-A-K, the brand, not uh, oat. <laughs> but again, there are lots of banana flavoured milks out on the market. Yep. I really wanted a Nippies banana milk <laughs> as well, because that actually tastes Aye. like milk with banana in it. Yeah. But again, all sold out. Banana is such a rare flavour in the wild that when I see it, I really do need to grab it because it's gone far too fast. The banana flavoured Nesquik used to always be my favourite before it kind of uh, got phased out. Now they only really stock chocolate and strawberry. Yeah. But I did manage to track down the powder at one stage. <laughs> Don't know if you can still get it. So we've also got from the Wicked Sister, the makers of uh, pretty indulgent desserts, they have a banana pudding. All right. And then, just to top it off, we've got the banana lollies. Kind of those musky ones. Hmm. We've got the ones from Allen's, and we're going to pit them against the Lifesavers version. So I didn't know Lifesavers had them. Well, yeah, I don't know if they're brand, brand new, but... New on the bag. It so. does have new on the bag, but how new is new? Yeah. <laughs> so, the folks... I think it's Daryl Lee that bought out Lifesavers. I don't know if you can actually get Lifesaver Lifesavers anymore, but they are putting <laughs> so many different products out on the shelf. Yeah. So, before it turns brown, let's have a sample of the actual banana to get the uh, Cavendish flavour. And we'll work from there. Yep. Talk us through what does a Cavendish banana smell, taste, all the above? I don't really know how to describe the smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's quite soft. Mm-hmm. Has sort of like a... Like... Sort of feels like it would be... It's a little bit harder on the outside of the banana compared to the inside. Definitely, yeah. So this is kind of why you end up with... Uh, the baby food <laughs> consistency. Yeah. It's a very soft flesh on the inside. But, yeah, you're right. It's kind of a little bit more solid structure on the outside. And then the, the tiny little black seed bits. Yeah. Which are really, really soft and edible. <laughs> but, um, yeah, kind of smooth and creamy. Yeah. Is that a good description? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> bit different to the uh, the ladyfinger banana. Yeah. Which are kind of more squat, but um, yeah, creamy. I'm, I'm going to describe Cavendish <laughs> banana creamy taste. Yeah. Okay, let's go with the snake. So this is the the natural confectionery company. Yeah. Um, it looks kind of like your Allen snake, even up to the indentations. Although the head, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's kind of narrower. Yeah. Very distinct eyes in it, though. Yeah. Uh, doesn't oh, It doesn't really bounce back when you stretch it, like an Allen's one does. This one, you kind of stretch and it stays that long. <laughs> Until you snap it, I guess. Okay. So, 
chew factor. Pretty high. Mm-hmm. To me, it's tasting lemony. Yeah. But I think that's the sugar. I didn't know that it was banana-flavoured until you said mm. it before. Well, it says that it is banana-flavoured on the pack. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even taste like the artificial banana flavour. No. It's juicy. Mm-hmm. Which is not what I would expect of a banana-flavoured <laughs> product. Yeah, it's, it's pretty non-distinct. I wouldn't have been able to guess that that was banana-flavoured. No. Particularly after we've just eaten some banana. <laughs> and that one's not creamy like you said yeah. actual banana is. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, very jelly-ish. Yeah. So if it is naturally flavoured as banana, sadly, it's overpowered by the sugar content and it <laughs> just tastes like a jelly snake. Yeah. So sorry. Thumbs down for the natural confectionery company on that <laughs> one. They haven't quite replicated it. Okay, well, we'll move on then to the uh, the banana pudding, which kind of has a, a custard consistency. Yeah. So it's produced by the Wicked Sister Company, and they're boasting on the uh, outside 15 grams of protein per serve of a 170-gram container. Uh, only 5.5 grams per 100 grams, so it's reasonably low in sugar. It's milk products and cream, banana puree as well. So it's actually got real banana in it. So uh, that's all the positive indicators that this should be reasonably banana flavoured. Yeah. Wrap your laughing gear around that. Let me know what you think. It has that baby food taste. <laughs> it's very plain. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a custard taste. Yeah, but it's not as sweet as, you know, those uh, kind of Paul's or um, yeah. similar custards. So it is definitely a banana pudding. It's got no added sugar, so it's not quite as... It's only the natural sugar of the banana in it. It's not very sweet. No. I was expecting it to be that real sweet custard taste. I'm going to have it with some actual, <laughs> some Cavendish. Yeah, they kind of blend into one another. That might mm -hmm. be the closest so far to an actual banana-flavoured product. Yeah. Th despite the fact that it is very much like a custardy pudding, it's kind of drying out my mouth. Are you having that same sensation? Yeah, a little bit. Or it's putting like a chalky coating? Yeah. Like the... um. After you peeled the banana, the yes, outside of it. that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Mmm. Maybe that's the bit of banana that they've put into the pudding. Yeah. The actual skin. I'm not sure how I feel about this. <laughs> because I'm such a banana fanatic when it comes to the artificial flavour, tasting it in its real form in pudding is a <laughs> bit off-pudding. <laughs> um, how are you rating that one? Are we on a winner? Um probably closer of a banana taste than the snake. Yeah. But it doesn't really... I like, think the lack of sugar. Yeah. It just has that plain taste. Mm. Now, as I said, for me, tasting... I'm still not sure if it was a ladyfinger banana or a Cavendish, but when I was in Thailand, 
it was the freshest banana I've ever tasted in my life. It was pretty much straight off the banana tree as he was turning it into a pancake. Yeah. And it had that really natural sugary taste yeah. as well. So, yeah, that tastes a little bit too dry. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back with the second half of our head-to-head. So, banana snakes, banana pudding not quite hitting the mark. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Hard to tell. We'll be back for the flavoured milk and the banana lollies right after this. Okay, we are back for uh, round two of our head-to-head here on Afternoon Delight. And we are talking bananas. We've already pitted some underwhelming (laughs) flavours. The Natural Confectioning Company, we couldn't quite taste the natural banana in it. It just tasted very jelly-like. And the uh, high-protein banana pudding from Wicked Sister possibly tasted like banana? Yeah. Possibly. It was very (laughs) subtle if it did. Yeah. So uh, let's turn our attention now to banana in liquid form. So this is the oak milk, and um, as per usual, their cartons are full on. (laughs) I'm talking about Hungry Thirsty. Uh, What's Hungry Thirsty? Reading a carton, that's what. It's a state of weak indecision when you're neither hungry nor thirsty, but a bit of both. So the only thing you're sure of is being not sure. Kill two birds with one steel meteorite of milk. Full strength, full flavour, and uh, that's what we've got here. (laughs) So... Apparently, a 600ml carton is two serves. Oh, okay. So, um, you're looking at total sugar of 10 grams per 100ml, so there's more than we had in the the pudding. And this doesn't say whether it's flavoured naturally or artificially, but I'm predicting artificial. Yeah. As I said, Nippies (laughs) is probably the one that makes the most... Natural flavoured, it, it literally tastes like a mashed up banana in milk. Yeah. But uh, we'll see how we go with yolk. It has that sweetish smell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and it's quite sugary to start off with. <laughs> yeah. Now, recently we had milk that tasted thick. <laughs> this is quite thin in comparison. Very, very watery. Yeah. Now, this is the artificial banana flavour that I'm very much accustomed to. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> this is what uh, you banana milkshake and banana Nesquik kind of tastes like. So yeah. this is the Gross Michel, <laughs> or Michael, however you pronounce it. This is that flavoured banana. Yeah. This is what uh, the pre-1950s folks were growing up on. <laughs> and in comparison, I like it better. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweeter. Nothing against Cavendish. I'm sorry, Cavendish, but... Um, I'll try it in comparison to that banana piece again, but it's definitely sweeter. Not as smooth and creamy, mm. but yeah, there's a lot more sugar taste to the oak milk, Yeah, but, but I think I like it in comparison to the actual real piece of fruit. <laughs> oh, what is this show doing to me? What about you? It's definitely, no, it definitely doesn't have that actual banana taste. No, it's not as bland. Yeah. 
And I do love eating a plain banana, nothing against, you know, <laughs> <laughs> peeling a banana and going for it. I yeah. often uh, go halves, I've got a, a pet blue tongue, and uh, so <laughs> I'll take the, the top of the banana off and uh, he'll happily chomp down on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for the banana milk flavour, that, that one's pretty good. I'm Even though we don't have it here in the studio, I do prefer the nippies variety which uh, tastes a lot more like banana in milk yeah but uh definitely not knocking back the the oak and the other one that i've been having quite a lot that banana split one it's got another element entirely and i can't quite put my finger on what it is it's syrupy i think maybe the best description is but it's got that combination taste of the banana and maybe ice cream in the milk i don't know how they've done that but uh Hats off to Big M for that. Yeah. Uh, one thing left to do, and that is to go head-to-head with what traditionally people would refer to as banana lollies. Yeah. So they're kind of a chalky consistency. Yeah. Um, we've got two different varieties now. So Alan's have had the market for as long as I can it ever remember banana lollies but um side by side what what do you notice alan's ones are smaller mm-hmm. and are they lighter in color as well yeah the um lifesavers it's got like a stem yeah imprint too. it does actually look a bit more i think alan's have shrunk over the years yeah I was thinking that too. <laughs> so the Lifesavers one, I would say, is about the same size in my mind that an Allen's banana would have been growing yeah. up. And they've possibly shrunk in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I can't narrow down what the sugar content and things are for these uh, in the Allen's one because it's come out of a party mix bag. But yeah, lighter, I would say. It's a kind of a, a milky white yellow colour and yeah. then the Lifesavers one a, a very rich yellow yeah so let's go <laughs> banana for banana which one are you going with first? Alan's first Alan's first okay the smaller one yeah just as I remember <laughs> yep that kind of melts in your mouth as you chew firm on the outside when you first put it in your mouth it tastes like Dusty. Mmm. It's got a little bit of a sweet taste. Yeah, they're hard to describe. Yeah. It's not much else you can say about them. No. Now, they have that similar sweetness to the flavour of the banana milk. Yeah. Which, again, tells me that we're back in that Gros Michel mm. range. Yeah. So I wonder then how they're going to fare against the Lifesavers version, which are reasonably new to the market. Yeah. So, okay, let's down these. They're chewier. They're like melting your mouth. Mmm. Not as firm on the outside, either. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you chew them more, but they melt in your mouth at the same time. Mm-hmm. They almost just dissolve. Mmm. Yeah, you can kind of run them around your mouth and they uh, disintegrate. Yeah. It's got 
sweeter taste, I reckon, than the almonds. Yeah. I wonder... I reckon they are... <laughs> they are almost pure sugar. <laughs> so per 100 grams, 82 grams of sugar. Hi. That is... That is a lot of sugar. They sort of taste like what I thought Alan's used We're to We're going to. Like. Yeah. yeah. Now, serving size-wise, six of the <laughs> Lifesaver bananas are your recommended serve. That's about 25 gram size. Um, for the Allens, they don't necessarily... Like they, they can't narrow it down because they've got all sorts of sizes in there from um, snakes and race cars. But yep. they say 21 serves per pack because an average serving size is four pieces. Aye. But if it was four bananas... Yeah. Interestingly, only 48 grams per hundred of sugar in the Allens. Yeah. So the Lifesavers ones, a lot more sugar, <laughs> which is probably what's then giving that sugary taste. Yeah. So how are you ranking the uh, Allens V Lifesavers bananas? Lifesavers are better. Over the top, yeah. Yeah. They're bigger, tastier. Yeah. Probably um, not healthier. But probably not healthier. But I think it's that sugar content again that's uh, yeah. it's tricking our minds. But uh, feel free to disagree. You can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We'll put all those up there and uh, let us know your thoughts when it comes to banana products, whether it's uh, the lolly bananas or anything else. There are so many others out there. As I said, I was trying to track down Perky Nana, um, which is similar to the, the pineapple lumps in the consistency and the chew. A very unique flavour again. Uh, the banana split milk, couldn't get that. There are banana flavoured ice creams, Barney Banana, I was going to do that as well. But uh, hey, we've definitely tasted a lot of banana flavoured things as it is. We would have ended up with two or three shows worth of bananas if I uh, honestly went down the path that my uh, original plan was. Yeah. So uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with Banana Tunes right after this. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking? Something up with me. Time to get busy in the kitchen on Afternoon Delight. Now, this is a recipe from Taste.com that has 66 <laughs> different recipes for various banana products. Yeah. But uh, which one have we gone with, Max? The Easy Strawberry and Banana Bread. So this is a nice little combo. Yeah. Strawberries and banana. I would never have thought to put them together for banana bread, but uh, yep. what do we need? Two cups of self-raising flour, one cup of brown sugar, one teaspoon of baking powder, two overripe bananas mashed, two Coles brand Australian free-range eggs lightly whisked, 150 grams of butter melted, half a cup of buttermilk, one cup of chopped strawberries, and the strawberries halved or quartered extra to decorate. Then for the strawberry buttercream, 
75 grams of strawberries, finely chopped. One tablespoon of caster sugar. Two, 125 grams of butter, softened. One and a half cups of icing sugar mixture. And to make it, preheat oven to 180 degrees Celsius. Grease and line the base and sides of a 10 centimeter by 22 centimeter base measurement loaf pan with baking paper, allowing two long sides to overhang. Place the flour, sugar, and baking powder in a large bowl, then whisk the banana, egg, butter, and buttermilk in a medium bowl. Add the mixture and chopped strawberries to the flour mixture and stir it combined. Pour into the prepared pan. Bake for one hour or until a skewer inserted into the centre comes out clean. Set aside in the pan for five minutes to cool before turning it onto a wire rack to cool completely. Meanwhile, to make the strawberry buttercream, combine the strawberry and sugar in a small saucepan over medium heat. Cook for five minutes or until the sugar dissolves and strawberry breaks down. Cook for two minutes or until mixture thickens slightly. Set aside to cool. Use an electric mixer to beat the butter in a, in a bowl until very pale. Gradually add the icing sugar, then beat well after each addition. Beat in the strawberry mixture. Spread the strawberry buttercream over the top of the butter bread, the banana bread. Top with the halved or quartered strawberries, then enjoy. Nom 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very delicious indeed. Yeah. And we'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page for you to have a go at if you'd like with uh, banana and strawberry. But as we said, heaps of different banana-inspired recipes out there. Now, um, before we uh, go to the break, there was a uh, campaign um, oh, in the mid-90s. And it's one of those ones that I remember from my childhood and I'm not sure where or why a fruit had its own marketing campaign, <laughs> but the Australian Bananas campaign is quite an iconic piece of Australian history. It had a very unique and memorable call, catch cry or jingle, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. I thought we'd uh, listen to that as we uh, head to the final break. Banana, banana, banana. Make those bodies sing. Banana, banana, banana. Make those bodies sing. Make those bodies sing.
now an afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. There's plenty of banana songs out there, Bananas in Pyjamas, yeah. <laughs> springs to mind. Um, we played that Hollaback Girl as an intro a little bit earlier on. Yeah. There's theme tunes to shows like The Banana Splits and lots of other songs. But uh, we've gone with the Day-O Banana Boat song. So Harry Belafonte probably made this one famous. You've heard uh, You've heard this tune before? Yeah. Do you know where or just <laughs> don't think so, no. Rattling just... around in the back of your head. <laughs> yeah. So it's a traditional Jamaican folk song and kind of got some calypso influences to it. Yeah. Um it's what's referred to as a call and response work song and would have been sung by dock workers working night shift loading bananas and how daylights come, their shift is over, they wanna pack up, get out of here. <laughs> Um, the best known version is by Harry Belafonte, released in 1956, but the song itself probably originated in the early 20th century as the banana trade in Jamaica was starting to grow. Um, it was first recorded by a Trinidadian singer called Edric Connor and his band The Caribbeans in 1952, and it's been recorded by a number of others over the years. Uh, uh, Canadian children singer Rafi in 1980, the Fontaine Singers, Sarah Vaughan, Shirley Bassey, Steve Lawrence, lots and lots. Um, there's a parody version by Stan Freeberg, released in 1957, and its most famous use in my mind is when it popped up on the movie um, Beetlejuice, where the family gets possessed and all start singing around the dinner table, floating in midair and stuff like <laughs> that. Um, but uh, without further ado, let's take a listen to The Banana Boat Song by Harry Belafonte. Work all night and a drink a rum. We like come and we want go. Stack banana till the morning come. We like come and we want go. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. We like come and we want go. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Is 
song uh day o on afternoon delight our sweetest tune yeah and uh <laughs> you'll probably have that stuck in your head for a while now yeah <laughs> we'll uh play some announcements we'll come back see if it knocks it out of your system <laughs> and we'll be back with a recipe Time to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Find out what is inside. Foil was stuck to the chocolate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just two pieces. We should be able to nail this. <laughs> it's like a aqua base and then a black and white plastic something. What is that? It's a fish. Oh, it's like an angelfish. On yeah. some coral. That's and cool. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a oh, what is it? gill from um, Finding Nemo is that coloured angelfish. Oh. That is probably the simplest Kinder Surprise we've had. Short. I don't think we've had one that is no put together pieces, just a solid. Yeah. But that's pretty pretty dang close. <laughs> Only two pieces. Well, that is our banana-themed episode. Thank you very much for joining in. And as always, if you want to uh, let us know on the Facebook page what you've thought of bits and pieces, you can do so. Uh, Afternoon Delight is the name of the page, the OCRFM Lolly Show. And, uh, yeah, give us some feedback. Um, Vote to let us know. Uh, Is there a particular sweet treat that doesn't exist anymore? that really floats your boat and uh, you wish that they would bring back or if you've got a favourite flavour or favourite product that is banana flavoured we'll be back all things going well next week to do it all again Sunday from 3pm catch you later yeah see ya gonna find my baby gonna hold her tight gonna grab some afternoon delight my motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day hey, Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight 
Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Yeah. 